0: Columbus. Welcome back to the Columbus cast. I'm Laura.
1: I'm Julia. And here we are. We made it to September. We, we are officially in fall. That's actually, wild. It's our wild. Fall doesn't start until what mid-September or maybe October?
0: Yeah, I think that the actual
1: solstice isn't until not might solstice. Be mid-September. I know like January doesn't start until or January.
0: <laughs> you mean so you meant winter doesn't winter. start until December 21st?
1: Yeah. Cause yeah. I, but it should just start like the day after Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. So I think the way it should work is that fall starts the day after Labor Day and winter starts the day after Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. So if anybody's listening to this, that can determine the season calendar.
0: Remember back in the good old days of Columbus cast when literally all we talked about was weather?
1: Yeah. Now we don't. Now there's like a whole pandemic. So it, you know, just throws everything else off.
0: Let's talk about it. Okay, Julia,
1: what did you do uh, this past weekend? I had an event filled -filled weekend for uh, a weekend. I didn't really have a whole ton of plans. Yeah. Um, I love
0: when that happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was nice. I went to Moon Bowls on Friday. I tried that out. It was kind of weird. It was good, but it was weird. Like, what did you get and why was it weird? So I got the, um, we got a couple of different things. Cause if you go to their website, you can get $10 off your first order mm. and it doesn't matter the price. So I think we got, um, Korean. Is it a Korean place? I can't even remember. Yeah, it was a Korean barbecue like cauliflower, which Mm -hmm. was really good. It was phenomenal. And then I got some bulgogi. And then I think Andy got some um, hot chicken dish thing. It was good. It was all very good, except you went to go pick it up. And it's off of Cleveland Avenue. Mm -hmm. So originally I was thinking it was near campus because I think when I look on it, it says campus. That area is not campus. Yeah. That's Cleveland Avenue. That's a completely different area. Yeah. So, um, we go there and the place you go to pick it up from has like eight different restaurants in it, Hmm. but not eight different restaurants. It's just one big kitchen. And, but there's a ton of like Uber Eats drivers, like, um, Postmates drivers, like, all these different drivers picking up food. So anyway, there was a ton of different restaurants in there and a ton of different delivery drivers, so there's nowhere to sit down. I th- I was expecting it to be like a little restaurant with a couple tables, but you yeah. go in there and it's it, it was just very a very confusing experience and I was not expecting it but the food was good. That's good. That's what matters. And then the highlight of my weekend is we went to Natalie's in Grandview. Okay. Which is on King Avenue. And if you've ever been on King Avenue, like in the Grandview part, it's the patio that has all the like really pretty um different colors and it just looks like a cool spot. But they do a ton of local music and coal fire pizza. And oh my gosh, the food is phenomenal. That's it is awesome. So Good, and we got a bottle of of wine. It was a Riesling from Germany, and it was so good. And um, was it expensive? Artists, uh,
0: like plus twenty bucks is what I would consider. Yeah, it expensive. was plus twenty
1: bucks. But like, okay. I feel like we haven't been out in COVID at all, so we were just kind of like rode it yeah, off. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but they, the singer was, um, Jared Mahomes and he was really, really good. We went awesome. to his acoustic set. There was four tables there in the entire like outdoor patio. So they have an outdoor stage and an indoor stage. The indoor is so cool. It is definitely a spot. We'll be back. Um, I also tried the mission coffee Their um, this week, their draft latte was the orange chocolate. Coffee. Oh, that sounds. So oh, good. It was so good. It was so good. I've made it a habit to go there like every Sunday now. The
0: thing that's and- sad is
1: like once they're out of their draft, they're out. I went
0: uh, a couple weeks ago and I had they had a matcha a matcha latte and like a matcha nitro nitro cold brew latte on draft. Amazing.
1: Oh, they're all so good. I've had their cinnamon toast one. I've had Mm -hmm. their regular vanilla. I've had their banana. Um, I had the s'mores one, the campfire. Oh, (laughs) Yeah. They're all so good. And I go there every Sunday. It's the same guy that's working there every Sunday. And like, I feel like we have this unspoken relationship of like, he knows- yeah. I know that yeah. we're both here. And then I went to North High in Dublin for brunch on Sunday. Nice. Um, and it was super cute. I really haven't spent that much time in Dublin at all. I think I've been to Penn's for some work happy hours. Is uh, North High in Old Dublin or is it in it's Bridge It's in Park? Old Dublin. And okay. the only times I've been in Old Dublin has been um, to go to Johnson's Ice Cream once and it was okay. pouring rain. Yeah. So this was like, it was a beautiful day. I got to walk and I was like, wow, this is actually super cute. Cute. And, I used like, to... Went across the bridge. Uh-huh. It was awesome. Yeah.
0: I used to spend a lot more time in Dublin than I do now, but that library that they opened, I still can't believe... It's like incredible. I wish it was open to the public. Now I don't think it is due to COVID. Yeah, it's
1: not. Now, but it's massive
0: and it's beautiful and it's modern, but it's also like very classic. So I think there's... Dublin has a lot to offer. I mean, no, that,
1: no one's been hiding that, you know, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's been my, f- my first time out there to like hang out that wasn't for a work thing mm-hmm. in over um, a year and a half. So yeah. It was it was very very cool and I had the Oktoberfest at North High North High that used to be a Brazenhead I'm pretty sure that okay. um, location in Dublin it switched over to North High I think during COVID huh. um, but they redid their entire food menu to like try to offer more of like a restaurant experience rather mm-hmm. than a brewery because they're a brewery in um, the short north slash near that Kroger I don't know what area that is the no man's land <laughs> of Columbus they don't have a ton of food offerings, but the food offerings at the Dublin, Dublin location were good. And they have a ton of spam on the menu. That's funny. And it was all good. So anyway, great weekend.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. Um, what'd you do? Yeah. So I didn't do a ton like you. I didn't have any plans, but it ended up working out on uh, Friday night. I had rusty bucket. We got the buffalo chicken sandwiches to go and i took a picture because the sandwich was quite literally the same size as my head like and of course i ate the whole thing i don't know it's like if you know you know rusty bucket buffalo chicken sandwiches nathan was telling me how the one at easton is like better than all the other ones and i don't know i haven't tried it at other locations he's like the dublin one isn't good the clintonville one isn't good
1: that i've only been to um i think the upper arlington location of mm-hmm. rusty bucket it's good it's a clutch spot i will say the best chicken sandwich though ever that i've had in in my entire life has been from um press grill and they only do it on saturdays i almost ordered from press grill today uh, I have you day. gotta do it on saturday though
0: okay and to- get the
1: chicken sandwich okay i'll know next that. saturday
0: yep well i won't well i maybe i'll be here we'll see um And then the one other cool thing that we did this past weekend is we went to Granville. So I actually saw an advertisement on Facebook Marketplace for quite a few yard sales or like garage sales that were going on. And they had like really good quality items. I mean, these people were selling like West Elm and like Free People clothing, a lot of clothing um what else were they selling there was a lot of like really cool vintage boho like rattan style pieces a lot of things that are trendy right now of course you know like people are selling those for more money but I ended up getting some cool stuff uh and some stuff for free and we checked out the town I had never really been to Granville before and it's like a nice little village Mm -hmm. and that's where Denison is Denison has a really pretty campus and the thing that I think surprised me the most is like Granville is very hilly like every other street is Really hilly, So we kind of had fun just because we were like, Oh, this is nice and different and cute. It's like a yeah. little village. So
1: I love I love Granville. I went there for ale trail. They have um I think it's called Three Tigers Brewery and they okay. have a brunch and they have a really good breakfast like ale. Mm-hmm. And I forget what breakfast it was like a maple. Ale? It was like a maple bacon <laughs> ale. It was awesome. And they had just like a great brunch. And Granville is the cutest. I remember back when I was looking at colleges, I was convinced I wanted to go to Denison. Honestly, I did not want to go to Denison So, all.
0: So Nathan was like kind of making fun of it. He was like, oh, people just go to Denison if they can't get into OSU. And I was like, I would have picked Denison. It was so pretty. It was so pretty. Um it was pretty but there's like and like Grandview to do. Almost reminded me of like Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls or something. Like that was like the kind of vibes I was getting anyway.
1: Yeah. It's
0: it's a cute spot. Love It was nice. We had fun. Yeah. Love Granville. It's a cute little town. Not to be to confused with there. Grandview. I think that's like why I didn't go for so long is because wait, what did I just say? Grand you said Grandview. Grandview. I meant to say Grove City. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs>
1: There's too many G, uh, there are. suburb-ish there are. areas in yes.
0: this Yes. Okay. Place. So speaking of G, should we get into the news?
1: I, yeah, that's a transition. I sure. mean,
0: what's, I mean, do you have a better one?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, um, going on to the news. One cool thing that Columbus is about to hopefully start is restaurants and bars are about to expand their outdoor seating to allow them to use portions of the um, roadways for temporary outdoor seating to like Halloween time. So you have to apply through like liquor license and, um, Ohio division of liquor control and some zoning and health departments, but the applications are open. They're expected to be like expedited. So that way they can be processed within like days of filing. So we're going to see a lot of restaurants, like start to take those parking spots, those street parking spots and turn them into a dining area. Which is neat, but also not great because parking is at a premium and we could go into short North parking. um, But if you think about it,
0: if you think about it, maybe it will even out because there's less people like taking advantage of the dining out experience, right? Yeah.
1: Either way, I'm, I'm incredibly happy for this because my one biggest complaint about like the short North is there's very limited patios Mm -hmm. and the patios that are there are tiny. Like Condado's Mm -hmm. patio is tiny. Forno's patio is tiny. Hubbard Grills patio, tiny. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for more patio space in the short North.
0: Yeah. And I think that this is really neat that, um, or that Columbus is like taking this into consideration because I know a lot of other cities did it at the beginning of COVID. Um, like, I think that New York, a lot of places in New York did this, especially like the town that I grew up in. I know that they, they did this. Granted, there's not as much roadway traffic, um, but it's just another, you know, unique way. I think that there's like two halves of businesses and governments one is like adapting and making changes and like being really resilient and the other is
1: staying the same and it's not successful so I like to see and I feel like even in non-covid times um I'd see like restaurants in DC have a patio that like kind of went out into the sidewalk and Mm -hmm. it wasn't a big deal and sometimes they'd take up like little bits of the street so right I'm I'm really for this in Columbus I'm excited yeah I love a good pedestrian street
0: Me too. All right. Do you want to hear some of my news updates that I have for you? Sure. So since the beginning of Columbus cast, we've been following this lovely (laughs) nuclear bailout story, and it is still unfolding. Um, So the latest on this, Representative Larry Householder is no longer Speaker of the House he, um, since he got arrested, that was nixed. So Bob Cup, I don't know where they come up with these people's names, like Larry Householder, Bob Cup. I don't know. They just sound like fake to me, but <laughs> Bob Cup is the new Ohio Speaker of the House. So he replaced Larry Householder. So he actually returned to the Ohio House chambers yesterday, Tuesday. What would that be? September 1st for the first time since he was charged in this whole bribery, bribery scandal mess. And it's Very uh, polarizing. So the Republicans are going to open a um, oversight process that will allow um, anyone to come onto the floor and speak about whether or not the the bill, the nuclear bailout bill, should be repealed or not. Um, And of course, Democrats are criticizing that, saying that the committee is just another hurdle towards a full repeal, because Democrats are in favor of just completely repealing this whole nonsense bill um, right away. And it's super interesting because Larry Householder's presence is even a controversy with some people saying he has, you know, he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be um, engaging with anyone who could be part of like the indictment process. But uh, Mike DeWine actually spoke out and said, Larry Householder has a right to be on the Senate floor. So kind of crazy all over. And Larry Householder was saying this whole, like, I'm innocent until proven guilty thing it's like, okay, yeah, but you did it. <laughs> I don't know. So th- that's the latest. The, the bill is still standing right now, um, but it's in the process of potentially being repealed. Larry Householder is no longer Speaker of the House, but he is still a part of uh, the Ohio State government at
1: this time. So, mm, Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on other news, I have like some OSU news because it's a cause near to near and dear to my heart. Yes. Um, The OSU COVID cases are just, like, rising like crazy, obviously, since students have been back on campus. Mm -hmm. There's been 495 students um, that tested positive in a 24-hour, like, testing period, Mm -hmm. so they're at, like, a 6% positive rate right now, and that's as as of August 30th, so it's currently September 2nd. Um, so it's just kind of funny because I've, I've stumbled upon OSU TikTok. I think. Yeah. I've seen (laughs) it too. Oh my gosh. It's it's great. But like, everyone's like, yeah, they're definitely like waiting to send kids home because I think today was the last day that you could, um, withdraw and get a refund of any sort of kind. So they think that they're going to send everybody home, like after labor day, because at that point they can't like get refunds and I was like yeah that is
0: messed up business
1: man that is messed up it it's it's so messed up and like I I hate having to think of college as such a money hungry transactional thing yeah but it totally is like this is COVID has made it blatantly obvious that like colleges are out for money. I think and I honestly feel like higher ed is just another industry that is
0: out to be disrupted by COVID. It cannot stand in its current condition. I don't think that, I mean, there are already lots of like smaller, um, private schools that aren't, you know, that literally like as a business might not make it through COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just not affordable. It doesn't make sense. Like huh, should I go be in debt for the rest of my life in order to make money? Like you can, I think that more and more we're seeing that a college degree doesn't mean, doesn't like really mean anything. Exactly. Um, And more and more people are not willing to pay for it. Like, you know, especially when Columbus State is an amazing option for a fraction of the price. Sure. You might not get that like true college experience, but from my personal experience,
1: I didn't love my college experience. Like it, you're not missing yeah. anything by not getting, you know, It's definitely very hard for me because those were like, I mean, life is great now. Don't get me wrong. Right. College was awesome. Like I loved college. I saw pictures of myself at beat the clock from three years ago today on my time hop. And I cried. Like I just cried because I am so sad that students cannot experience the same thing. And I'm so sad. I'm so far removed from that. And I'm old now. And oh, I just missed the, oh, I missed that time period of my life. I loved college. Like the experience was, I don't want to say priceless because the cost of college is getting absolutely ridiculous. And like, I was lucky to have a scholarship and lucky to have like the support I did mm-hmm. when I went to college, but oh man, colleges are breaking my heart lately. But the good news is um, the Wexner Center is doing vaccine trials. So if anybody needs money to pay for college, um, go ahead and sign yourself up at the Wexner Center because they're looking for college students, teachers, first responders, and other groups of people at risk of um, COVID exposure so they can do a COVID vaccine trial. So that's cool.
0: Yeah. I read that too. And I thought it was interesting. And I was like, huh, maybe I should sign up, but I don't really, I'd love, to, I can't wait to see the results when it comes out.
1: Yeah. Me, me too. I'm, I'm in that group. That's like, I'm very for wearing a mask, but I'm still like on the fence. I'm like, I would love to see like test results for this vaccine before I'm like, let's all go get a vaccine. And I yeah like, yeah, can't believe that there's people who won't wear a mask that are like oh yeah we all just we need the vaccine to come out and i was like you wouldn't even wear a piece of cloth over your face but you'll get something something injected into your body like i don't i don't get it yeah one other thing that's been a big push that i've seen so far this year is flu shots so
0: and i mean this is like more personal thought than science so don't take anything i'm saying with more than a less with less than a grain of salt but I kind of wonder, like, you know, are the streams crossed? Like, is getting a flu, va- a flu shot this year really going to help you? Or, you know, could it for some reason, like, magnify the problem? I mean, I usually get a flu shot every year anyway, and I haven't gotten the flu from any
1: time recently, like, in recent memory. But I don't know. I just wonder. It's... This whole time period has made me question everything about everybody ever. Like, I'm questioning the government. I'm questioning health officials. I'm questioning the police. Like, I just can't trust anybody. Questioning higher education. Higher education. My university. Corporate America. And I quote, I once said... I don't think I will love my children as much as I love Ohio state. And I've completely like thrown that out the window. So I don't even have children yet, but I know, but you know what? I love my unborn children or I thought that I'd love Ohio state more than my unborn children. That's how, that's how much I love higher education slash Ohio state, mostly Ohio state. Um, and yeah, this whole COVID thing has made me think a little bit less of them.
0: So I, Speaking of children and education, uh, there's been a lot of news and I think we don't really on this podcast tend to channel in on it as much, but um, schools like primary education schools are having one hell of a time during COVID trying to figure out what should happen. And I think one of the hardest things is that every school is doing something differently. Like there's no government or state regulation really. It's like kind of like, okay, do your best. And It's from everything that I've been hearing, it's extremely frustrating and exhausting for parents. And that's what I'm hearing from parents. I can't imagine how kids feel. Like, I I have no words. But I have been following the story of Worthington Elementary Schools. And I know, Julia, you have um, some connection there as well. But they had started school on Monday, August 31st. And we're committed to 100% online-only education up until uh, later this fall, pending, you know, they wanted to see how Ohio State cases would affect the majority of cases in Franklin County overall. And then also we're considering cold and flu season and wanting to see what the interaction of COVID and cold and flu season would kind of look like. And then literally day three, not even day two on Tuesday, the, um, the schools decided to hold a school board meeting to vote on whether or not they should decide to go back um, in person in the next two weeks because I think that there was just like a lot of noise about it's really hard to have your kids at home especially if you're working at home I can mm-hmm. imagine it's even harder to have your kids at home if you are working in the office you know there isn't like really a great solution so Um, the Westerville school board held a meeting yesterday. I heard that it went until 10 30, which is exhausting on top of everything else. And they voted to, um, they unanimously voted to bring the kids back to school two and a half days a week um, in the next two weeks. Let's see here. So they're going back two and a half days a week in person on September 29th in Columbus, pending the Franklin health department saying it's safe to do so. So imagine sitting your kids down and saying okay you're gonna start kindergarten today it's gonna be great you're gonna do it online but you met your teacher in person and you know you're gonna see all your friends on your computer and we're gonna do this for a couple months it's gonna be great and then you know two days later you have to be like just kidding okay now you're gonna go back but you're only gonna go back part-time and it's gonna be hard because you have to wear your mask and you have to stay far away from your friends like i don't know my heart just goes out to you know all these folks and i think we're learning so much about our communities and our neighbors through these conversations, sometimes arguments. I don't
1: know. Um, Did you want to share what you were talking about earlier too? Yeah. It's just like, cause I coach um, for Worthington, like middle schools Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just crazy to me that like we have sports back, and I'm someone who loves sports, and I definitely understand like the mental health aspect of sports. And yeah, there's a lot all of benefits. that sort no of stuff. Like, that. yeah, I I love it, but it's crazy to me that we see sports are definitely back, like no question about it. Like we're good with sports, but like kids in schools, eh? I don't know. Like, that's where it's like I feel like um a lot of colleges. I think UVA was. <laughs> one of them that said they were worried about the football players once the real students like came back on campus because mm-hmm. there were a risk to the football players. And I'm like, you got to remember, like, what is the end goal here? It's not to play sports. And I love sports.
0: Yeah, there's students.
1: Learn things. But I also feel so bad for like some of the elementary schoolers because I know like recess time is completely different. Like you're not getting to play. You're not getting to like – you have to be constantly told like – Okay, everyone, make sure they're six feet apart. Like it is, it is exhausting too. Just as like yeah, someone who's coaching to constantly have to like remind people to right. get back and like not high five each other after a good play. And it's like no touching, no one touch each other. Like yeah, we've so. had a couple injuries too. That's just like uh, like is there a parent here that's like had immediate contact with them in the past 24 hours? Oh, that we I don't. E- I wouldn't even have thought of that. Like, what do you do if
0: you have a kid in the classroom and you're supposed to stay six feet away, but they're having Thank <laughs> Like an allergic reaction or something. I
1: don't know. Like it's it's nuts. Just, I mean, you you react as you normally would, but it's just hard because you have to go back just and remember so that. so many
0: like what ifs, and I just I just I know we don't normally talk about like schools and um, things like that on the podcast because we just because of the nature of you know we're young twenty somethings and we don't have we're not as Children. impacted by that exactly we're not as impacted by that. But I've been following that story, and so I just wanted to shed a little light on that.
1: Yeah, I would also like to say like. As far as pandemics go, like, this couldn't have hit, like, us at a better time because we don't have children, we're not living at home, we're not in college, we're not in school, like – We were fully employed and, like, fully very employed, able to work from home, which
0: is Bless. a blessing. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's, Something that I, we're not
0: taking for granted. I mean – Yeah. I'm, I I'm, I'm out here every day. busting my butt, like, working from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. Well, Yeah. But anyway, you know what? That is a good point. You know, I didn't really think about that. Um, my, uh, I have a coworker who the way that she phrased it is this pandemic is a storm. We're all going through a storm,
1: but we're all in different boats. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, but I feel like right now, definitely in the best possible boat I could be in for this thing. Like, yeah, knock on wood. Yeah. Love my parents, but like, you know, very That's glad why, to not be mean, living at home and not I don't have know. to be
0: I don't know if this like is the same for everyone, I can only share for myself, but that's why I feel like because I am fortunate enough to be in this position, I'm doing my best to support local businesses I'm doing my best to support black creator, like black content creators and black small business owners as well. Um, you know, doing what I can for my community in that way, because I feel like that's one of the biggest ways I can contribute right now um, without, you know, exposing myself too
1: much. Yeah, definitely. Like doing a lot of shopping local, a lot of heavy tipping on um, yeah, I've been restaurants. Doing too. Like I normally wasn't one to tip on carry out or tip a lot. Yeah. Um, But now I'm like tipping like 20 25% on carry out and I'm like it feels weird but also at the same time like I'm very glad that I can afford to eat exactly. out. Exactly and- support yeah. some local people. I was at a restaurant the other day and they didn't give me the option to
0: tip. And so I was like, excuse me. Like I brought it up. I was like, excuse me. Um, and then I just handed them cash.
1: I'm like, you didn't ask me if I could tip, but I need to. So here you go. Yeah. That's an important thing too. Like, um, tipping in cash. Like if you can, and you have cash on you, like a hundred percent tipping cash.
0: Yeah, no, there was, um, what, what, where was I? I went to brother's Drake and I was buying some mead and the, the screen on like the transact like on the ipad or whatever popped up and it was like do you want to leave a tip and then i asked the woman who's working there i was like can i just tip you directly like can i venmo you and she was like yeah so i just venmoed her and she's like that's awesome thanks so i mean doing your part i don't know that seems silly like that's it sometimes doesn't feel like a part but if you can afford to do it it's a nice thing to do yep
1: all right what else do you got there's more cancellations up ahead uh oh BrewDog is uh canceling carbon so it's a good cancellation oh they're committed to going carbon negative oh i when i read this
0: i thought that they were gonna like take carbonation out of their drinks and i'm like so we're gonna be drinking a lot of flat beer
1: <laughs> no so i didn't, i read the article and they don't have like their specifics of how they're gonna do this but Basically, they're committed to going um, carbon negative. That's awesome. They're investing thirty nine million dollars in green infrastructure for its operations in the U S. and the U K. So hmm. super cool into that. We love BrewDog. We love some local slash U K. beer because it's technically so f- blue- brewed in Ireland. It's Scotland. Oh, but, Scotland. Um, okay, sorry. Their U S. Their U S. is brewed in Canal Winchester.
0: Right. But it's interesting because one time I was at World of Beer and they had the beer separated into domestic and imported and they had BrewDog listed as imported. And I was like, hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like sometimes people take a take liberties with that and they're like this is an important it, it might be they used it as like an ex- i
0: felt like they were using it as an excuse to upcharge and i, was I like, mean okay. to be honest
1: i don't love world of beer and i don't agree with a lot of what they charge for things and how they label things so i used to live like 10 feet away from world of beer so but
0: anyway moving on that's awesome that brew dog is doing that and i'm glad that they're not going to be serving us flat beers instead they're going to be saving the world <laughs> big difference yeah.
1: Um, well, we can talk about a little bit of sports, but I want to find this tweet first because it was important to this, to this point. So basically over the weekend, parents and, um, fan parents of players and fans protested the lack of season, um, at Ohio state at the shoe. So they all gathered together to protest the lack of sports. And it's like, God, I love, I love an OSU season as much as anybody else, but, um, man, like not cool. Um, But anyway, a Youngstown State um, basketball player – tweeted a picture of the Ohio State fans like gathering at the horseshoe to demand uh the Big Ten season. And he, he retweeted it and said, But you won't demand justice for any of the players you want to see to play. Basically insinuating that like all these people are wanting all these like black athletes to play uh-huh. sports for them, but like refuse to, you know, acknowledge Go about all the hardships like yeah that they're facing, you know, outside of uh sports. So I wow, thought that facts. was like that that like hurt me right in the heart but anyway so that is going on and then osu is still trying is apparently trying to play a full a football season um on monday the big 10 did release that on the august 11th vote where they decided to like nix the big 10 season mm-hmm. um 11 people voted to postpone the season and like not have it and then three postponed voted to have a season so obviously that was like nebraska ohio state and probably michigan um so three out of 14 thought that we could do a season so maybe we'll just have an ohio michigan game and call it a season yeah they're trying to figure it out because they have to have um a different they have to get in so many games before the playoffs to make it to the to be able to um participate in the playoff and i haven't been following it too much because it's just like it's depressing. It's it's depressing and it's too much for me to handle because I, I really, really love football. I really love Ohio State football, particularly. I have friends who work in like sports in college sports in particular. So it's like, I want to see them have jobs. I want to see them get back to like doing what they are hired to do. But at the end of the day, I want everyone to be safe. And it's just like, it's such a mess right now. It's just really not a concern. Like, let's figure out how we can get like kids on campus to be safe and how we can get like those kids working in labs to have the same, um, the same kind of access to all the medical treatment and all the COVID tests and all the, stuff that mm-hmm. you're going to say the football players can have so they can be safe, but we're not going to get the same stuff to those, you know, biological, like engineering students who are looking at diseases. Yeah. So
0: very that's my, interesting.
1: My piece of that. Um, also on the topic of
0: sports, as we are recording this podcast, the Columbus Crew is playing against Philadelphia. Um, they are six minutes in right now, and the Crew is winning one to zero. How will this game end? You'll have to Google it after you listen to find out, because we <laughs> we won't know. Yeah. So we can talk about food and drink now. I, I love food and drink. Let's let's talk Me about too. it. Me too. My favorite. Oh, okay. This it's an activities. Okay, let's talk about food and drink.
1: Um, so first off, Schmitz and Graders is about to do an ice cream um puff, a cream puff. Okay, can I cream. just say
0: we love to see a collab. Although- Love local collapse. Let me just say this, like before, I mean, Schmidt's cream puffs, if you ever had one or you know what they are, you know that it's like quite literally the best cream puff you'll ever have. Grater's ice cream, is probably like the third or fourth best ice cream in Columbus- um but honestly to me you can't Jenny's cream puff is the first Jenny's flavor I ever had. Ooh, I forgot about Jenny's cream puff. And I no matter how I mean Schmidt's cream puffs are amazing, and Grater's ice cream is not bad, but I don't think that they're going to be able to top Jenny's cream puff. So, I just
1: wanted to say that. Yeah, you know, that probably would have been the move to combine Jenny's with a Schmidt's cream puff to do like an ice cream but Jenny's cream already puff. has
0: a cream puff flavor and it can't yeah. be there's no uh, way it could but possibly you could be better. Put
1: it in a cream puff. Yeah. That sounds cool.
0: Know. Okay. Okay. So let's sorry, I I totally derailed your thing.
1: Anyway, well it sounds really good. I like cream puffs and I like No, ice I'm not cream. saying it won't be good. That's, I'm just saying it won't be as good as Jenny's. Um <laughs> also additionally, um not Oktoberfest. Schmitz is doing Oktoberfest in a box, which is featuring two pounds of bratwurst, a jumbo pretzel, two acrylic beer steins, Oktoberfest pins, a house beads, um, a beer opener, and that's through their online store. So so the question is, Julia, you were supposed to go to
0: Oktoberfest in Germany in person. I don't want to put any alcohol in the wound. But do you think that this Oktoberfest box will replace the invaluable priceless memories that you would have made and forgotten at Oktoberfest? No, it
1: definitely won't. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you going to get it I anyway? Be, uh, I don't know. I'm like trying to figure out what I'm going to do that weekend. Cause I want to make sure I'm doing something fun because you know, I was supposed to be in Europe and instead I'll be in Ohio. So Would love to figure out how I can celebrate Oktoberfest. I have a couple ideas in mind. I've been stocking up on local Oktoberfest beers.
0: Maybe they'll do it like virtually and you'll have to like go to sleep weird times and wake up for the time difference. And I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the
1: octoberfest box here yeah it's like i could facetime my friend who lives in europe who might be able to get something like close to it and you know that might be as good as it gets i know um hofborough house in grandview is doing a Oktoberfest celebration but of course you have to like sit at your table and social distance and everything so i've been looking into that my friends i was supposed to go to Oktoberfest with we've talked about doing like a virtual zoom thing or maybe just going somewhere else but because um Frankenmuth, Michigan canceled their Oktoberfest. Cincinnati canceled their Mm -hmm. Oktoberfest. Columbus canceled their Oktoberfest. Like there's not really a whole lot of places to go. So we kind of got to throw our own, but how responsible is that? How many people can I have? I still don't understand the guidelines. Like I'm trying to coach. So I don't want to Like, you know, it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's a whole, it's a whole thing, but we'll figure it out. Um, the other food news I have is Barrio in Grandview is opening soon, which is the original Condado, and I'm super hyped about it. That's awesome. Yeah, those are my food It's newses. not owned
0: by the same people as Condado, right?
1: No, it's not. And I, the only reason I, like, know what Barrio is because I remember when Condado opened, everybody from Cleveland was like, this is just the same concept of Barrio. And, like, Barrio is so much better because, like, you know how people – don't from like Cleveland. Candado. Well, not don't like Condado, but people from Cleveland think like everything Cleveland does is like superior to anything else. Mm-hmm. Just like people from Cincinnati think Cincinnati chili is good when it's absolutely god awful. So it looks really cool though. They've been painting a mural um there's gonna be margaritas. It looks very similar to Condado, like they have <laughs> a lot of murals, a lot of like skull crossbone. Where in Columbus is it going to be? Did you say Grandview? Yeah, it's in the old Winking Lizard. So it's on 5th and Grandview. Got it. So it's like down the street from me. So that's another reason why I'm super excited because I love a margarita.
0: You do. You do. Margarita Monday. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay. Can I say the the next thing? So um, this falls more into the activities category, but Julia texted this to me uh, this morning and I spent all day thinking about it. We're going to have a restaurant week 2020 and I cannot wait to just like read over the menus and drool. I'm assuming there'll be some degree of like you have to, it's going to be takeout mm-hmm. or yeah, on the they cool have a new whole new patio like,
1: that you can sit in the middle of the street on. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole carryout section. So that's nice. I haven't fully dived into it, but I need to, because I know some places like you'll need to make reservations for um, so I need to go in and is it actually out. the weekend of the 20th? Um, it's the 14th through the 19th. So I think it's that Monday through that Saturday. Okay. Awesome. So I am excited. I will be here. I'll
0: be, I here thought too. I was going to
1: miss part of it, but I'm not. So hype,
0: hype, hype, hype house.
1: Yeah. So we'll have to do our full restaurant week breakdown next week. Maybe. Yeah. Sounds week after. Good. Oops, sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> those who are listening to this. Um, why don't we end there? Yeah, that's that's something to look forward to.
0: Yeah, we're gonna end that i I think we're you know on a high note. We should, you know
1: Yay. quit while we're ahead. Us. Support local business. Yeah. Tip well. Tip well and get home safely. Exactly. We'll see you next week, Columbus.